They got it behind the scenes like behind the old line soon as the QB say hype <laughs> it's big game big game analysis from the players point of view injuries big trades player news yeah <laughs> set the competition any play with Tony Dungy better listen I'm talking about big game sports buzz set everything you need and most yeah. big game sports buzz I thought I told you once before we call him Big Gang James. Yeah, Big Gang James. Big Gang James. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Big Game Sports Buzz, where the pro athlete and the sports fanatic come together and talk about sports and everything that surrounds it. I am one of the hosts, Jay Stoggs, the Buff Nerd. Let's go. And of course, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the reason why we even got the name of this show. Big Game James. What up, guy? How's it going? Jay Stocks. What's going on, man? This, uh, you know, whenever you and I get together, it's just like music to my ears, bro. Loving bro, I it. I appreciate that, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey. And you know what today is? I don't know if anyone knows. A few people know. You know what Best friend is? day. It's best friend day. Yeah. Now, we're not best friends yet. But we're we close. Can, it's, it's close. Yeah. It's, we're, we're really good friends. We're as close as we can get without being close to each other i think <laughs> yeah closer than close i'm just saying yeah so yeah tell your best friend hey happy best friend day you know what happy good friend day happy really close to best friend there day. it is hey happy almost being my best friend day <laughs> <laughs> hey jay that's, that's so you messed know, up <laughs> I, you know what i really only know that because i happen yeah. to catch good morning america this morning hey. once i uh I got up and worked out with the wife this morning, and oh, that's beautiful. I was sitting there watching uh, yeah. GMA, and they said, "Hey, happy birthday!" And there's a day for everything, but my of whole course. thing is now that you just mentioned that and kind of bring yeah. it up again. Yeah, if it's National Best Friend Day and you don't hear from the person you consider your best friend, Ooh. should you be offended and find Ooh. a new best friend? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question, right? Yes. <laughs> now. My thing you. is, yeah, go ahead. How many people now do are you one of those people who look up what day it is every day? If or, it doesn't concern food, no. So, how did you find out today was National Best Friends Day? My best friend texted me and said, Hey, man, happy best friend day. Love you, boy. It's like, wow. So, you were about to be that asshole man, that I didn't was, text his friend. I was, I was so that guy, and I was like, Yo. You already know, bro. You already know. I ain't got to use words to tell you that, yeah, happy best friend day, best friend, because you're my best friend, and you should know that, and we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't. Every day is best friend day. How about that? It is. Because I sure do use that for Valentine's. I'm, boy, hey, baby, I love you 365. Me too. I use that too. Day? Wow. Hey man, but you know, you you made me just realize I'm about to pick the phone up and text some people and text be like, you know what? To hell with y'all for not telling me happy best friend day. Don't happy that. best friend Don't day. That, I'm just joking. I'm not gonna be petty, dog. I'm not gonna be petty. That would be very petty. <laughs> nah, I'm not a petty dude, or 
am I? <laughs> Listen, some days that's my favorite color. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. That was one, facts, man. One day you, it was so funny, man. But hey, Jay Styles, what we uh, what we gonna kick off on these on these four downs tonight? Man, check it out. Four downs tonight. Errol Donald apparently is getting the bag, and that's the only way you can say it. Making like he's the highest player that's not a QB making QB type money. Uh, Lamar Jackson, what what's the deal in this contract with the Ravens? It, you know, we we got to talk about that. Can the Warriors actually pull this thing off with Clay not playing like Clay? Mm. Or maybe this is the new clay. Oh. And, of course, fourth down, hey, what broke today and what's been kind of breaking? Jack Del Rio and his own dust up, bruh. Hey, man, you got the soundboard hooked up tonight? I don't. But God man. damn, dog. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Man. It's okay. Boy. Wow. So, we got all that coming down on the four downs. And, of course, you know, we got, oh, hell no. We got to keep it on the court. The one segment, yeah, you got one got to go. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. And then, of course, we got our top five. And tonight's top five is greatest coaches, top five coaches of all time, any sport. Tough, 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 tough. But before we get into all that, make sure that you like, subscribe, and tackle that bell so you know when you can catch Big Game Sports Buzz and all things related to BG Entertainment. Of course, on ASAP, we're there, YouTube, Facebook. And if you say, hey, you know what? I like to work out, big game. You know what? Uh, Jay Stocks, when I'm gaming, sometimes I like to listen to it, right? After a good anime, hey, no problem. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, <laughs> wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Why are you laughing? Because, hey, gamers, you're welcome to. For uh, sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. We're here for you, too. For we sure. athletes as well. You are athletes. We're going to talk about that. I'm waiting for that to be a four down. Uh, yeah. Hey, write it up. Write it up for next week if you want to. I, Let me know. Next week. I want them popping. E-athletes. Why they don't get respect. Holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. Hey, man. So, What's hey. Up? Thank you for that great rundown. Also, let the people know how they can help the channel. Hey, man, like the show, buy a coffee, help us grow. www.buymeacoffee.com slash James. Again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com slash James. Why is that important? Listen, all this content that we're giving to you, it's amazing. It's great. But unfortunately, sometimes, not even sometimes, hey, it costs. So what we do is we take those funds, reinvest it right back into the show. That way that we can bring you stuff like... The Chop Shop on Tuesdays and Cowboys Cutting Up on Wednesdays and Big Game Sports Buzz on Thursdays and Blurtitude on Sundays and, and Bucks Report and all kinds of other great stuff that yep. we have coming to you. So make sure, again, www.buymeacoffee.com slash Big Game James. We also have merch that's coming out. Big Game, you may not see it, but when you do, he has one of our new shirts coming out. Oh, hell no, nah, which is, of course, is named after our segment. Oh, hell no. Nah. Man, look. You can get a big game sports bus shirt, hat, um, tumblers. We got it all for you. And I, I, I tweet that out frequently, and I'll make sure I get that on the screen before yes, we sir. get off of here tonight. So we'll make sure we get that out there for the people. If you want to go out there and show your support and your love, yes. go ahead and grab some big game 
entertainment and big game sports buzz gear. And, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Let's go ahead and get into this, man, because we got an hour. Let's do it. We got to go. All right, so like we mentioned in our uh, segment here coming in in our intro, the first down, Aaron Donald got the bag. Is it deserving? That's really the question. Is he deserving of this type of money at this age and stage of his career? Hey, I'm going to say yes, Jay. And not just that, he played it so beautifully. So, you know, Aaron Donald just started saying, well, you know, it's, it's not necessarily about needing more money or needing this, needing that. I finally got a Super Bowl. And, you know, really at this point, if I really wanted to, I can just go ahead and walk away from the game. So the Rams didn't wait to call his bluff. They went ahead and made him the highest paid non-quarterback ever in the NFL. And when I say job well done, well done. The man is the ultimate game changer to me. And to be able to do it from the interior defensive line position, you know, normally ends get a lot more money than that guy in the middle. But he's been able to do some things. He's changed the outcome of several games. And honestly, to me, the way the Bengals are driving on that last drive of the Super Bowl, if Aaron Donald does not have that great pass rush, even though some people say he jumped off sides, <clears throat> Reed, if Aaron <laughs> Donald doesn't have that great stellar pass rush and hit uh, Joe Burrow, they may lose that game. He changed the fate and the outcome of the game yeah. with several big plays during that Super Bowl, and he did it the whole year. They weren't even favorite going into the season last year, and, you know, he did some great things. So I say very well uh, warranted. He he deserved every penny that he got, and I'm happy for him. I mean, look, here's the deal, okay? and Literally, here's the deal. Three years, and they restructured. Three years, $95 million. $25 million signing bonus. And I believe it's like, what, 60? How much is it guaranteed? I think it's $60 million guaranteed. Gu- for, oh, 46 uh, guaranteed at signing. And it's like $64 million, I think, over the – and the first 30 is guaranteed over the first first year, first two years. The first year is, yeah. 31.5 yeah, million. 31.5. And so, yeah, basically he's getting paid until 30 – actually 35 because the way the NFL breaks down contracts, you don't get it all. In that first year, a lot of people, it's, it's a misconception, right? Oh, I get the signing bonus. So I'm getting 26 million today. No, you get it over the life of the contract. I thought you was about to work a Tupac song into that too. When you you said it, he gets it until, until the end of time. My bad dog. I've been West coasting all day. (laughs) I see, I see, I I see there dog. I see there, (laughs) but no. So basically, you know, First year, like I said, $31 million. Second year, he's getting 28.5. Third year, he's getting $35 million, right? But his signing bonus, he'll get at 34. He's done. He can say, you know what? I'm done. In 2025, I'm done. But he gets his signing bonus, which is $5 million. And then he gets another $5 million. He's not even playing. He's not even playing. Dude, his agent and him, 
but his agent have done an awesome job at getting this contract. So big up to him. I'm surprised he got it like this, especially coming in at 31. You know. Uh, but I, I but I but I think um, if you're the Rams, do you take the chance of not signing him back? Do you take that chance of trying to wait it out? So I think the Rams did what they had to do, even with him being 31. If you look at the guy. He look like he can play almost like Tom Brady-ish. Okay, I'm exaggerating a lot. But for a defensive interior lineman, he hadn't had a whole, whole lot of injuries. He looks yeah. like a freak of nature. They say he's a workout warrior. So, I mean, I think it's warranted. And the thing is, they extended the rest of the deal he already had. So, I think he added an extra three years on, three or four years on, three years on to what he already had. Yeah, It's, it's, it's not an outlandish extension. To me, anyway, I, I I take that. <laughs> I mean, I'm look from that standpoint. Yeah, that's awesome. He's going to retire a Ram. He's going to retire a Ram. I it, it, the other part is there's a no trade clause, so they can't trade him unless he basically says, okay, yeah, I I'll, I'll do a trade because I want it, and then they'll have to do some things. But there's a no trade clause in this, like, right, bro? This it's. It's crazy. It's crazy. And again, I mean, just the simple fact that he gets this at 31, where most players would get this at 26, 27. And you can say interior and all that. Look, right. He is one of the greatest defensive players in the game today and I dare say will go down as one of the best to ever do it. TBE, huh? Wow. I I'm right there with you, Jay. No arguments there. I mean, there are very few defensive linemen that come to mind that you could say are on the level or better that are better than him. Like to me, you got Sap. Sap Right there. He, mm-hmm. You know, these are guys that change. They change the game. When they're in it, it's different. It's just different. And I'm talking linemen. And then there's Aaron Donald. And then after that, it's like, who else you got? Okay, Reggie, but Reggie played more. He played more in. Out, he, he played yeah. in, but he also played outside. Well, that's what I mean. I, when I say he played yeah, in, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, E-N-D, not I-N. My bad, Jay. My bad, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I, yeah. Now, I'm going to say another guy that I think was a game changer on the inside was Michael's, uh, Michael's. I'm saying Michael Strahan because I'm looking at something else. John Randall was another guy that did things a little differently on the inside that could create havoc and commotion, but still not to that no. level. But and I, and, and I, when I think of Randall, I also think of, I see him playing also, on the end position. So he could switch in and out in the interior and the outside. I got got what you're saying, bro. There's there's quite a few clips of him bending that edge, dipping that shoulder, you know, going in. But – and I I think he's just – man, for that size to move that way, uh, Randall was just, to me, the the original freak, right? It was like – But, you know, he he was little for an interior for a D-lineman, man. He, well, I mean, height size, but I think uh, as far as bulk and, and mass and strength, nah, Randall yeah. to me was, was a dude. 
Yeah, he was strong as hell now, but I'm doing what I'm saying. When you see him, he wasn't that big when you saw him in person, Jay, believe it or not, dog. But freak of nature, nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of interior guys we can give a lot of love to, but today's game, Aaron Donald's raised up bar yeah. a lot higher. Um, yeah. You know, like uh, the players, when they voted, you know, the best player of, you know, several seasons or a season, like Aaron Donald has won. Like he was the best player. Of all the players in the season, and we're talking recent, like, I think 2020, maybe 2020, 2019. Right. In 2020, like, he was the number one player in the league over the quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, all of them. So, yeah. But, at th- again, at 31, hey, get your bag, man. Do your thing. Do your thing. Uh, Look, let's move on if you got nothing else. Hey, no, we hey, we hit it. We're both okay. in agreement. Aaron yeah. Donald did his thing. Much up. I mean, much up. Big ups. Much respect. Yeah. Much love, man. For sure. Hey, I love to see. I love to see somebody that put that hand in the dirt get paid, baby. <laughs> Make me so proud. That's it. You know, gives me hope. Maybe I got a chance. Nah. Anyway, second half. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I appreciate you. Uh, so... Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens have been, I guess you could say, in contract negotiations or talks or not talks. Yeah. Uh, Like, he's not showing up for OTAs because not really sure what's going on with his contract. And, you know, and you said it earlier. I'm going to say it. So he doesn't have a traditional um, agent. Or yeah, it, it's, it's way past the traditional <laughs> setup and arrangement that players usually have in the league. And I'm not mad at it, but, you know, I'm going to let you finish your point because we're going we're gonna to ask the question, could it be a hindrance? Yeah, and that's that's the question. Could, could, could family, really close friends, who may not know the business – that are now in the business, and we talk, we're talking millions of dollars, as well as endorsements and how you look and perception, they're in charge of that now. Yeah. And well, they, it's been, if I'm not mistaken, Jay, yeah. this situation that he's been in has been like that since he came out of Louisville mm-hmm. and came into the league. He decided yeah. that he wasn't going to do the standard agent player agreement and right. sign that that contract that gives him that three percent to that agent right. and decided to have his mom and two other guys that are advisors i think one's a lawyer and i don't know what the other person is but i believe it was a three or four person makeup mm-hmm. of an advisory board that he pretty much has to negotiate and everything um the thing for me from what i've been hearing uh and seeing online and hearing on on tv is that the Ravens, first I was like, man, Baltimore crazy. They got to go ahead and pay this cat, man. You know, he should be. You know, he's into he's in the last year of his rookie deal. Yeah. He's a franchise quarterback. Yeah. He puts himself on the line the way he runs with the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's Baltimore's future and present. There's no one better than him that they have right now are going to be able to go get. Right. So they need to pay him, right? But the, the word on the street is the GM – the owner came out and said, look, our GM can only reach out to Lamar so often before, you know, 
He's yeah. got to come back and talk to us. So they're making it sound like Lamar Jackson and his and his representatives aren't, you know, returning calls or coming in ready to negotiate. And that's got to get figured out. Man, um, to answer the okay, so speaking as a fan. If I'm looking at this as a fan and saying, hey, look, Lamar, because, you know, we went through this with Dallas in Dallas with Dak. Right. And though he had, you know, again, the traditional um, uh, agents and all that, he still had his brother that was out there tweeting and really causing stuff that wasn't, you know, really helpful. Like, well, we out of Dallas. Dallas sucks anyway. And the city is trash and blah, 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 blah. Now, like, well, I'll tell you what. Peace, because you ain't won nothing here in no way. Like, it got really nasty between the family and the city and the fan base. Right. So Dak family had to say, look, he doesn't speak for me on that. Let's keep it about football. Let's keep it about the team and me. And this is why I want to do what I'm doing. Because I think the other part of this is he could be holding out, you know, for, again, for that money. And, but I think you, you do have to, you have to go to the table to talk. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be there. You, you gotta, you gotta get in that room. You gotta sit down and I'm not mad at him for not touching the field or a ball or doing anything. Someone, someone will get up this morning and say, if I'm, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I don't even touch a blade of grass until I got a new contract. It may have been Damian Woody. I can't remember who said it, but yeah. you know, I feel where they're coming from. Now, Jay, you made a point about a week ago when we talked about different things. You said, man, there's OTAs. It's, it's not guaranteed, but it's still an expectation. You know, and yeah. if for your team leader to take the stance like, I'm not coming, I'm not doing this until we can get something together, he's sending a pretty good message. Um, oh, yeah. But now he's got to ride this thing on out. But I believe the Ravens are ready to pay him something. Now, if it's, as much as he thinks or that he wants, not thinks, but as he wants, who knows? Some people rumor and say are speculating. Let me stop saying rumor. Excuse me. Some people are speculating that he wants kind of what Dak wants, more guaranteed over a shorter di- or over a shorter right. time. Sure. Which I don't know with him getting running and taking the hits that he does. Maybe the Ravens want to extend that a little bit longer so they can stretch it out yeah. and it helps them play the game with you know getting a little bit more money on the books for their cap. So, well, you know, it's and the thing with Dak and and that. You know, and it wasn't the money. It was the years. You know, because what he essentially got was the same amount of money per year. Right. But he has a shorter contract for the TV money. Right. The TV money is when, you know, because, of course, the cap went down because of COVID and everything like that. So everyone else's cap went down. Right. So when the new TV contract comes out, they're going to get that money. Now the QBs are saying... Hey, I want to get the bag too. So right. Wait. I'm yeah. gonna sign. I'm gonna sign up till the year before or that year when the contract, the TV contract for NFL goes out. Right. Mine goes out too. So now you got to negotiate with me as well, because yeah. I am one of the most electrifying players on the field. Yeah, I feel you, bro. You you right there on it. But uh, I believe something's gonna get done. So like. Should the Ravens be worried? I don't think so. I think they'll come to an understanding and an agreement. 
Um, it's just not going to be as fast as everyone else probably hopes. And you know how it is here in the offseason. Any mm-hmm. any news is news, or even no, no news is news. You know what I'm saying? We got to figure out something to talk about. And the longer it goes without – and this is the whole thing. There's usually rumors and leakings of what's going on behind closed doors because people have loose lips. Uh, I think the one thing about Lamar Jackson having this team put together the way he does, compiled of his mother and other people, they're not going to say nothing to nobody about nothing. So we really just have to sit back here and speculate because we haven't heard any rumors or anything else of what they're doing from their side and their point of view. Yeah, but I, I... – man, look, I kind of put it this way. Why would I take advice about being uh, – of how to get millions from a person that barely got $1,000? Hey, it's it's easy to put out there and say, and that could be a segment or a topic all by itself, Jay. <laughs> but at the same time, when you you know how it is sometimes. Yeah. When you're when you get into a situation, because man, I will tell you this: I had more people at the University of Nevada that said, "Hey, man, you know, I'm thinking about becoming an agent, and if you, you know before you go, you should let me represent you." Um, a lot of people are always looking for their chance, sure. not trying to be funny. And some people, though, when they get a chance. The first thing they do is try to figure out a way to employ those around them and help them out. You know, I think that's a little bit of what this is. It's, it's a position he put his mother in yeah. where she can uh, work for him, help manage him in certain right. things, right. get paid for it. Right. It's my mom I'm taking care of. Is it the best decision in the world if it's work? So we won't, I'll put it like this, Jay, I will not criticize it to either we see how this contract talk goes. Because your rookie contract is so standard that, yeah. you know, Joe the mechanic, if he if he knew how to read the contract in legal terms, could, could almost negotiate that <laughs> off of right. what it was the year before at your spot in your position and how much infl- it goes up with inflation, man. Yeah, I get you. I get you. But, I mean, that's – that's. I think – and there's, there's the issue in that where you're trying to figure out, you know, this whole game – because the, the reality is, is that that's not what you are. Okay. So you, you're learning on the fly, and I can tell you there are rules and regulations now that to be an agent, it's not easy. No, it's not. We need to. We might need to holler the mad backer again and ask him a few questions because he man. he did it for a while and just you know he said, man, that wasn't even he got out of the game because of how different it is now. It look I. I know people very close to me that wanted to do it and they got the book and they tried to sit for the class and they were, they like sports, but they weren't into sports. So when you start talking about contracts and negotiations and understanding the cap and what you have to do, right? How you have to like, you have to know the calculations right? for the test. Got it. So it ain't, it ain't, you know, and you got to come in like you got to pay for your license and you right. gotta renew your license. So it ain't just no Joe Schmo. Hey, man. Yeah, they had to change it because they, they had a lot of shade trees oh, yeah. out there getting an agent license, dog. It used to be kind of easy back when I came out. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, this is recent. Yeah. Yeah. So they needed recent. to they needed to make the changes that they made. You're right. And that's good. I'm I'm look. 
even if you got to be a financial advisor now within the NFL, like you have to have been doing it for eight years. Wow. Before you can be a financial, uh, a sanctioned financial advisor within wow. the NFL for a player. That's I ain't mad at it though. I feel no, not at all. But yeah, I, I agree with you. We got to, is this kind of a wait and see kind of deal? But I think Lamar needs to be on the field. But here's the caveat. His style of play, and I keep saying this, and it's not because of race or color. It's his style of play. That's what's going to get him hurt. And if he get, and when he gets hurt, because I don't know too many players that play his style of play, QBs, that have lasted a while. You're right, Jay, because he's basically a running back that, that has a, a strong enough arm to throw it down the field. Awesome arm. Yeah, man. And he uses his legs extreme a lot, and referees they yeah. tend to let players you know tee off on those QBs. Yeah, I'm, hey, no <laughs> arguments there, buddy. I feel you. Yo, switching gears. Let's get into this third down. Um, you and I have been kind of talking about this. Clay Thompson, man. He has not looked like Klay Thompson since he's been back, especially these playoffs. No, nah, he's he's had some spurts, but you're right, Jay. I mean, okay, right. so I watched the second game and game two of the finals, and he's in there. It's it's garbage. It's literally garbage time. But Steve Kerr kept him in because he was like, look, I need to get you going. Right. I, I need to somehow get you going. And even then it was like, ooh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you made that. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, Clay. I, and I said this, and I I continue to say this. He will retire. I'll go ahead. And he'll retire a warrior. But after this season, start to look for Clay to come off the bench. You think Jordan? Who, who you going? Who's taking his role? Jordan? I'll Poole? put Wiggins there or Pool. Mm. I, I Wiggins has been starting. I would definitely put Wiggins or Poole there. It definitely, and Poole has been showing that he's a—he's not only just a three and D guy; he's also a slasher. So now he's hitting shots from you know mid court, right? You know now it's not so much Splash Brothers; it may be you know Splash Dad and Junior with Curry and Pooka, they kind of look like each other. They kind of favor. I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? They kind of favor, you know, light-skinned people. But all I'm right. saying is this, man. I definitely can see Clay coming off the bench, and he'll be a great six-man man. if he can get it together. But, 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 Jay, you don't think he comes out of this funk? I just can't see this lasting forever, man. Man, it's been two years since he's been, like, actively playing. Before the season. And think about it. Some of the shots he's missed, wide open, dead on shots, they just look short and they look flat. So I think he could I think he can fix it, man. I don't I I don't think Clay can fix it. I think it's I think he he will get better from this, but he will not be the old Clay Thompson. He will not be the Clay that remember and Steph ain't the old Steph. Steph is getting like 20, 21, 22 points a game, you know, which is nothing to sneeze at. But, but you know why? We always say it. Father Tom is undefeated, and man, they're getting older. Man. I mean, think about it. First championship was, what, in 15? Yeah. It's 2022 20, now. Yes, sir. So a lot of time is going by. And, and Steph is in his 30s now. 
and they've played full seasons. Think about that. They've played in championships, so they've played longer than everyone else. Yep. Yep. Right? So yep. that takes a toll on your body where you have less time to recover. Way less time to recover. It's rough, man. Um, I don't like seeing Clay like this because I got used to the excitement of the Splash Brothers, oh, yeah. of what it was for he and Steph being on the court. Man. But right now, it's just Splash Solo. <laughs> and Clay is like, and the thing is, and CJ McCullough made some good points talking about it this mm-hmm. week. I think with a shooter, you have to get in the rhythm. And right now his rhythm is off. And he doesn't even believe that he can hit a shot right now. And you saw it in that garbage time, Jay. You saw it in those minutes that really didn't mean a whole whole lot. That game was over. Man. But Kerr was just trying to get him to hit something to try to get his mojo back. And I was like, yo, drive to the basket and lay it up. Go get a layup. Do something. Quit shooting it from that far out because you're not hitting nothing. Man, look, stop trying to hit it from 20. Go to 15. Work your way out. Yeah. 13, go work your way out. Yeah. Top, you know, go from the free throw line, a little float, work your way out. You know, work yourself in, into that. But it's – and that's that mentality of, you know, and I believe it's that that pro athlete, I can get it back if I just if I just keep shooting. If I just keep going, yeah, I can get it back. I I know it's there. I have it. I, get it <laughs> I back. know it's there. I know it's there. I've done yeah. it. I'm a, I'm gonna get it back. And unfortunately, what happens is you'll play yourself out of the starting position and into coming off the bench. And now we see, you know what? Our team is better with you coming off the bench. That's your role now. Because we got Poole, who's young. We got Wiggins, mm-hmm. who's young. We got Steph, who can run this thing. We got Green, right? I mean, Clay. But, and, and and not to change gears on this down, yeah. the Golden State Warriors are going to have some tough decisions to make because they're going to have to sign Poole. Green, I think, is up in a while. I mean, who do you keep? Who do you let go? Who do you work in? It's going to be difficult. But this is my whole thing. Game two, Boston kind of laid an egg. This no no doubt. Although you know Steph played way better, Draymond played better defensively. Sure. I won't take anything away from the Warriors. Yeah, they have a a championship mentality and and, and, a, and a Warriors spirit really. Mm-hmm. So, but if Poole doesn't, okay. So if Clay does not get back to the old Clay, yeah, this series will be tough for Golden State yes, unless. Poole does all the things you just said and makes it where he can be that guy to step in to be that 20-plus point-a-game guy. Right, right. Because Boston's defense, you got to guard somebody. Yeah. You can't – you have to still account for Clay because the moment you don't might be that moment he turns it back on again. It might be. It might be. And we'll talk about that later when we uh, get to keep it on the court. Let's go ahead and let's get in that fourth down. Woo! Make sure that you like, subscribe. Tackle that bell Tackle so you know when Big Game Sports Buzz and all things BG Entertainment is coming on. And of course, www.buymeacoffee.com slash Big Game James. Like the show. Buy us a coffee. Help us grow. Hit that like. Hit that love. We love to see that. And of course, we always love to see 
your comments in the chat and in the comment section. We'll respond to you and tell you that you're wrong. Look, let's go to fourth down. <laughs> you know, Jay Styles will really tell you you're wrong. I too. will tell you that because you are. Uh, fourth down. Apparently, Jack Del Rio just can't stop. Man. You know, he's, 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 like, he's like the political puffy right now in sports where it's, uh-uh, take that, take that, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> it's just, you know, I I look at this you guy. You did this like, shit me. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, take that, uh, uh, take that. So he has been, he has come under fire for his tweets about January 6th, calling it the, and the insurrection, the riot, which is what it was, the Capitol riot, calling it a dust-up, and saying that, hey, we should be spending energy around the summer of 2020 and 2021 when we had all these riots and people just looting and people losing their businesses. Why don't we have that conversation? Why don't we take that to Congress? Like, bro, are you serious? Are you serious? Well, earlier uh, on Wednesday, he decided to stand by. No, Monday, he decided to stand by his comments. Yeah, I know what I said. I meant what I said. I said it. I meant it. said it. When Wednesday comes out, and of course, someone talked to him and said, look, Jack, go go sit down, bro. You, you can't do that. Because he comes out and he apologizes. And says, look, I, I may have pushed you a little bit on the dust up. But he didn't really apologize, Jay. He really didn't apologize. He 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 still, at least when I saw today, even with him covering it, trying to say, well, we're going to talk about one, you need to talk about the other. This is what Jack Del Rio did for me. And I had a lot of respect for him as a player. And he was a Jacksonville Jaguars coach when they talked about bringing me in. I had a chance to meet him and talk to him. I thought he was okay, dude. But you know what they say. You... People show their true colors. You give them enough time to talk about it. And let's think all the way back to what, 2015 or 2016 when the Colin Kaepernick thing was going on. Yeah. Jack Del Rio came out and made a statement saying that when he was the head coach of the Raiders, that guys should not protest and make it be about – that's making it be about an individual. Mm. And and this isn't an individual game. It's a team game. Mm. So you tried to spin it into talking about it's a team game, but yet it – Without you saying it, it's a black thing. Yeah. That's what it came down to. So Jack Del Rio has pretty much shown his true colors, his true identity, and who he is. And if anybody that's black on that defense can sit there and look him in the face. Now, give him a chance to explain himself, to lie, and clean it up. But realistically, know what he really feel about you and think about you. Yeah, and, and there's been some, you know, obviously there have been questions about the locker room and, you know, how do you uh, feel about, you know, your black players that may look at you a little different. Do you think they will? And he said, look, I respect all players. I respect all people that play for me, that play with, you know, that I I work with. And, you know, I, I that's what I do. And, and so other players have come out and just basically said, look, I, if I got something to say to him, I'll say it to him. I'm not putting it out there in the media. So they've been coached. People have been saying, look, and I think it's because of uh, Daniel Snyder anyway. Like, look, don't say nothing about nothing if it's not about football. Man, Washington has about five nails in the coffin already, right? And then Jack Del Rio decides to put his foot in his mouth, try to explain himself. I think he just put five more nails in that damn coffin. They ain't going to be able to get the lid off this thing. Well, that's what happens when you name your team commies. 
<laughs> hey, man. What? And I don't even want to give this fool. He don't even deserve us talking about it. He just deserves us telling the people how stupid he is, yes. how insensitive he is. Yes. And a man died that summer. Yeah, you talk yes. about a building getting broke down, burned down. And let's not for one minute think that African-Americans love to sit back and see African-Americans tearing up neighborhoods. We understand that part. But a man died from a police having his knee in his neck for nine minutes. But you said the Capitol is the same thing to the people protesting that. And it was just a little dust up. Seven people lost their lives, dude. Yeah, seven people died. A lady, a, a Capitol Police woman, came on a day. She couldn't even walk for three months after this incident happened because right. of the nerve damage she suffered from falling down and hitting her head. Right. And my thing is, this was a dust up, man. You know what I say to Jack Del Rio, Jay Styles? What'd you say? Oh hell no! 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 Oh hell! Oh, hell no. That's right, folks. Uh, every week we go through and we look at what's going on and stuff that make us say, oh, hell no. And it's kind of funny because that fourth down really is a oh, hell no. So we're just going to put it all together. It is. And I think that's so apropos. And if you don't know what that word is, go look it up, okay? Go look it up. Apropos. They should have watched the Reading Rainbow when it was little hun Jack. Reading Rainbow. Look, man. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, my man. Here. Yeah, that, that's definitely it. Um, you know, between Jack Del Rio, Phil Mickelson looking like he just came off of the set of The Walking Dead. And this whole. Tales from the Crypt. Man, this whole live <laughs> golf tournament. Like, that's another thing. You know, it's. He don't want to talk about the PGA, but he doesn't know if he's banned or if he doesn't know if he's. You know, uh, uh, he like they're letting him come back or he resigned. Listen, the comments that he made about, you know, everything going on with the, the Saudi Arabia and this, that, and the other, bruh, just go play your game. They giving you 50 million a year over four years. Go play your game. Okay. Go, go, go to London, go play your eight games. Be the face of that tournament. Do your thing. Hopefully the money is good. Hopefully you can cash that check. Right? Get your money. But dude, don't nah. Talk about golf. Don't make no more comments. Like, and, and this is sad because I feel like pro athletes should athletes are people. They should be able to speak their minds. Yeah, but you gotta own what he did. Or if you don't don't pick what you want to talk about. So I feel you, Jay. If you're gonna talk about it, talk all the way about it. Talk all the way about it. Look, you you know you came out, you apologized, and it was insensitive, and you you know you didn't mean to hurt people. But no, hey, you said but. But look, <laughs> own it, own it. I said it. I said okay. it. it was wrong. I was ignorant. I was dumb. I know now. I'm gonna be a better person. Now I'm going to go play some golf over in, in Saudi Arabia and the Emirates in London. Peace. And be out. And there that's, it is. That's all you got to do. Simple stuff, man. Simple stuff. Um, hey, let's let's jump into this. You, next you just is. you just ain't going to let me talk about my old hell now, huh? You know, I thought, okay, I'm, my bad. But it's cool. I thought, and mine is quick. 
I'm not trying to be funny. Um, this past weekend over in London, they helped celebrate the Queen's Jubilee. They had something called Cooper's Hill Cheese Roll. Jay, tell me you saw this foolishness. Bruh, it's televised every year. It's amazing. So, I didn't know about this. And the thing is, it's been around for years. This is the first year back since COVID. Right. But the Cooper's Hill Cheese Roll. Yeah. They roll a, a giant roll of cheese down the hill. Yes. And these fools have to run 200 yards to try to catch it. Yes. Simple physics and gravity lets you know that you cannot run downhill full speed and stay on your feet. Bro. I think this was just an instant way, and I'm going to say this, and I'm not being racist. It was just an instant way for white folk to get hurt because not you didn't see not one person of color running down this hill chasing this cheese. Now, we we talk, brother talk about getting cheese, but it, we use the term bag. We're not chasing that kind of cheese. Cooper's Hill cheese roll? Oh, hell no. Man, hey, look, you know, even uh, uh, your guy from the Bay, you know, he talk about getting your chickens, right? Getting your chickens. Look, I've watched this, and I was first introduced to this by ESPN on their not top 10, right? And whenever <laughs> this happens, whenever this event happens, this is always on it. People get concussed. People break arms, legs, necks. I see it. I believe it. I mean, they just flip and flip and flip. It's amazing. I love it. I love watching it because, listen, I like watching stupid people do dumb things, okay? That's what I like to do. It is what it is. And that's why I like watching us sometimes. So, hey, it's reciprocal. I'll never judge you for what you like to look at. Now, yeah. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you I didn't laugh my behind off, Jay, I know you did. when I saw. And one dude, it looked like a scene from a movie. He like he was just doing a cartwheel. Like his arms was out. It was like, it was just rolling and rolling. In my mind, I was like, he broke something. He yeah. had to break something. After what that did first he break? roll, when he hit the ground and then popped up, he was concussed. That, the body, look, the mind was gone. <laughs> the consciousness was gone. It was gone. Gone. Okay, now now can we get into <laughs> keep it on the court? We'll Let's there, go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so look, the finals are still going on. It's now one one. Boston Warriors. This if Boston wins, right, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. If Boston wins Wednesday night, they now have home court advantage. Is is it is it Boston's to lose? Is this series Boston's to lose because they stole game one? Stole game I think, one? I think so. I think the way they play defense, um, they're going to need Tatum and Brown to play good together. Yes. They Throughout the whole playoffs, they've never played great on the same night, it seems like. Yeah. Tatum has a great game. Brown is quiet. Yeah. Brown has a great game. Tatum is quiet. Now, the thing is, in game one, Tatum found a way to still be involved with 13 assists. Right. So – he was able to still get other people's shots and get involved. But to come out to have that second quarter he had in game two, it's like, ugh, makes you scratch your head a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like we said, we talked about Clay earlier. Yeah. Not about what he's gonna do. Having to rely on on Poole and Gary Payton Jr. being back. It still just leaves you to wonder though, like the Warriors look a little bit older. 
than, you know, the teams in the past. And I think that Boston still has a good chance. They win game three tonight. It puts a little bit more pressure on the Warriors. But I don't. I still think it's going to go seven games regardless, man. I, I think it's going to find a way to go seven. And I, I always said the Warriors in seven, if they lose tonight, it's going to make me rethink my pick, but I'm not going to change my pick. I still think yeah. Golden State in seven. Yeah. Um, here's what's crazy. Horford and Smart have to be the guys. Tatum will be, Brown will be, but Smart and Horford have to be the guys. They have to show up. They have to do better, and they didn't do better in, in game two. They got to be game one guys, right? The, the way they play in game one, they have to be those dudes. So Smart has to make better plays and shoot the basket and make it. Horford has to be a better rim runner um, and also put the putbacks. Like, they got to be there. You can't get out-rebounded and basically out-muscled by Golden State, a smaller team, when you got the bigger guys. Right. The bigger, stronger guys. I feel you. Good point. You know what I'm saying? That That's a problem. That's a problem yeah. for me. All right, man. Um, let's jump into this because we want to make sure that we, we got the time because this I'm telling you, the top five is going to be brutal. All right, so we're going to do this one real quick, man. Something you love to hate. Every week, I get tortured <laughs> with <laughs> trying to make a decision on stuff that I don't like to make decisions on. Like it, it's not practical. It don't make sense. But people love it. So here you go. One of so, Jason, Jay, uh, one of them got to go. So, hey, today, we'll make it real easy, man, real quick. And normally, we bring up a little graphic in the picture. But I didn't have time today. So, anyway, social media, man. It's so time-consuming. We spend so much time on it. So out of everything that's out there, out of these four, which one would you get rid of? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. One got to go. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I tried to keep it at four. I was going to give you a fifth one, but I left it at the four major players. You're a habitual line stepper, so... You Four major players, dog. You habitually overstepped the line. That's what um, I do. I'm a hater and a habitual line stepper, according to you. That's it. That's it. I would probably say, honestly, oh, and it pains me because this one I would, the other one I would want to get rid of, but I would get rid of Instagram. Really? I would. I would get rid of Instagram. You shocked me on that one. I did not I, think you were going to say IG, bro. I really did not. You you threw me for a little loopity loop on that one. TikTok would is definitely right there, mm-hmm. but I can find myself on TikTok for hours and not even realize it. And I get upset when they say, "Hey, you've been scrolling for a while. Take a scroll." I, I don't want to hear that. Tell me, you've been on TikTok long enough for them to tell you you need a break? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even know I did that. It does. It does. It does. Okay. Little oh, pop shoot. Up. Hey. All right. Been scrolling for a while. I learned something new. So, okay. Jay Stock said IG. Yeah. I for do. me, for what you can do on TikTok or for what I know how to do on TikTok, yeah. TikTok can go because now I can look at other people's reels on Facebook yeah. or on IG. Yeah. I, I, I just, I kind of know Instagram. I love it. Yeah. Um, 
I get intimidated by TikTok. And I don't know why. I know how to edit videos and do all kind of other stuff. Man. But, hey, man, TikTok made me feel like I don't know a damn thing. I, I seen my son put together, like, little stories and do stuff. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Hey, how I do that? He looked at me like, I ain't showing you how to do that. Daddy, you don't need to be on TikTok. So, man. guess what? Bye-bye, TikTok. See, and that's get – a, get that get that bond, man. I forced my daughter. I was like, look, you want to go somewhere this weekend? You show me how TikTok works. <laughs> Show me how this works. Show me how TikTok works. Boy, you a bully. So I am. I follow her. I'm a follow. I follow her on TikTok. So I know exactly what she posted. Uh, and even her, she tried to get a burner. She tried to get a burner. I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hey, yeah. So, I, yeah, I forced her. You want to go somewhere mm-hmm. this weekend? Show me how this works. It's a damn shame. Hey, hey man, let's, let's get on to this next topic before I, I judge you harshly. I'm joking. I would never judge you for that. Great parenting. Great parenting. Hey, let's get to this top five. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man. I still go. Go, go. That's right. This week, we have the top five like we always do because some people have a top 100. Some have a top 50. Some even have a top 25. Some even punk out and just do a top 10. But here at Big Game Sports Buzz, we make you say, hey, what's in, what's out in your top five? This week's top five, greatest coaches of all time, any sport, top five. Let's go. Dude, this is, they always tough. Five of anything is tough. But hey, I'm just going to give it to you. Take it for what it's worth. It's my list. Like Lil Wayne said, it's his cup. So I got Bill Belichick. Nick Saban, Pat Summit, rest in peace, Greg Popovich, and Tony Dungy. Man, we could, that's, that's a good list. Now, and the reason I put, you know, a lot of, and I'm not a Bill Belichick fan, and he's done some shady things throughout his time, but he always found a way to get the most out of people we never heard of. Like he going to drafting dudes in the seventh round that's turning into all pros and putting teams together with nothing when people thought he was crazy and building through the draft and not free agency and doing things. Nick Saban drives me crazy. But for him to have the success he's having, he's either one great coach or one hell of a cheater. I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt and say he's a great coach. So, Nick Saban. Hey, man, y'all know how – you know how Pat you – know. I think Jimbo – I, I, I want to go. I we need to get credentials for that SEC media day, dog. Oh yes. <laughs> but you know, Pat Summit, she was a hell of a basketball coach. When I try to break down women's basketball, there's a lot of other coaches that's real close right there. Yeah. But for what she was and what she did for the game, and yeah. just you know, I, I still so hated that that dementia and, yeah. and stuff kicked in like it did, and she she passed. And as you know, I'm saying she wasn't even yeah. even really old, man. It's just yeah. hate to see what it did to her. Yeah. I love Greg Popovich. He's an, he's like Belichick of the NBA. Make a team out of nothing. And then, you know, my number one dog, Tony Dungy is like a father figure to me, man. He he helped me become a man. And so if anybody ever gives me credit for being a good man and a good father, a, a big part of me uh, uh, credits Coach Dungy for doing that, man, for the way yeah. he talked about us and not talked about us, talked to us about life and what things were yeah. to where in today's game, and today's business, there's so much winning involved. You don't get a lot of the personal aspect from people. So for Tony to be able to be a man first, a Christian man first, and a coach second, he's always going to be my number one. 
Absolutely. I have his book. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing person. And, and I've read it cover to cover several times, had his calendar. Awesome. Awesome dude. Uh, not a bad list, man. It surprised me. It surprised me. But mine probably will surprise you as well. And I'll get right into it. Uh, again, in no particular order. So we have Phil Jackson. Got to put him up there. Yep. Uh, John Wooden. It's John Wooden. Goat. Goat of coaching. Great, 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 great big J. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mike Krzyzewski. Coach K. He's one on every level. One on every level that he's coached in. Uh, I also had Pat Summit. You know, I was like, yo, it's got to put Pat Summit on there. Right. Uh, and then finally, Eddie Robinson. Woo, how did I not put – I'm tripping. Yeah. It's all good. Your top five wins. <laughs> Look, the people – you. It's a great list. What you said about – Tony Dungy was definitely there for me. Right. But I was like, ah, mm, <clears throat> I got to look at and – and I looked at longevity uh, was, was a big part for me. Got it. Uh, you know, influence on the game. Was a big part, and I was actually kind of surprised that I had so many basketball coaches on there. Yeah, and you did have a lot of hoopsters, but it, I but I with everyone you name though, it's it's hard to yeah. argue that in their impact in their sport though. So it's yeah. I'm yeah. not mad at you. Like what I yeah. said before, Jay, you you give us five slots <laughs> and think about how many great coaches yeah. in all sports there were, oh there are, gosh. or were and there are at the same time. Yeah. It's it's hard, bro. So. Hey. I mean, it was it was tough, man. You know, I, I hell, I, I, you know, I had Jimmy Johnson on there as a homer, crossed him out because I couldn't do it. I hear you, but you know, Vince but Lombardi. That was no one would. Hey, I had Vince. Vince was on my list. Like you know yeah. how we narrow down. Yeah. I had I have I had Vince right there on my list as well. I had uh, Gino Ariema Ariema on my list. He's um, right there. Believe it or not, man, a man that didn't win a lot of cha- didn't win championships when he coached in the NBA. But I had Lenny Wilkins in consideration. Great human, great human, great coach, that part. things that he did. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, to me, Tech Schramm was another. Paul Bryant, what he was able to do, and then change, right. he changed the culture of a uh, of really a region. True as that. Well as a college. True. And and recognized it, and to me, that's that's transcendent. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To be able to do that. A lot of, lot of them. Um, hey, thank you for tuning in again. Um, this marks our 40th show. I don't know if you know that. This is our 40th show. 39. We're almost there. Sorry. Hey, man, you kicked that off smooth. I hated to be the one to bust that bubble, dog. But it's, <laughs> yeah, we're close. We ain't there yet, dog. Next week. will be our 40th show. Our 40th show. That's what I meant to say. Tune in for our 40th show <laughs> next week. Listen, thank you to ASAP, All Sports All Plays Network. And, of course, thank you, of course, to you tuning in, commenting, sticking with us. Yo, we appreciate it. We're going to keep going, get bigger, get better. Hey, I'm Jay Stocks, Buff Nerd. And I'm Big Game James. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember, like, subscribe, hit that bell so you get notified every time we drop brand new content. Big Game Sports Buzz, we out. Yeah. It's a big game.